Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the annual pass so far in Destiny 2. I wanted to do kind of a comprehensive talk addressing what I think they did right and where I think they could improve and what they could kind of learn from both pieces. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now. Come in and hang out. If I'm not live, throw me a follow so you don't miss these talks. The reason I want to do this is because I have been a little critical in my content lately. I think I'm going to do a specific talk about respecting the player's time because somebody asked me like what is something that you could learn from they could learn from Division they're very different games but I don't want to just keep making negative content I mean I get it you know I'm not happy with the content I'm not the only one that's not happy with the content but there are some things I think we can say that was done right up to this point and this could inform not only future content but it could also just inform the next annual pass as well because I do think this delivery method is smart and could be expanded upon uh, from the present time in the way that they've done it so let's talk about Black Armory then Season of the Drifter and then we're going to end by going forward uh, honestly Black Armory I think had a lot of things in it that if combined with things from Drifter would have made a great great piece of content. They had really, really good intentional grind for weapons, and they had an armor milestone. We've been asking for milestones to let us pick gunner armor, and they introduced a new idea with Ada by having her milestone tell you that you're going to get armor. I think this is helpful in navigating some of your power increases, especially now that they just patched. You shouldn't be getting plus ones anymore as long as you're below 690. That'll help you as you navigate your leveling, because you do have one milestone that tells you what you're getting with the armor. The intentional grind on the weapons is something that I have praised numerous times. That's not something that's going to surprise anybody listening to this you guys know that i'm a big fan of ada's bounties and i want to see them in more content i think that was a really really smart way of doing things i actually thought that the way they trickled out the forges was also a really really good pattern now maybe we could say the forges needed more to make them a little bit different because the way that the one the worst one was the one where they really tried to be divergent where you were like down at the bottom it was the I forget the name of it, it was the one the Izan, Izanami uh, forge is like the worst one because you have to throw the balls all the way up to the center and people ended up not wanting to run that one mainly for that reason I do think they could have done more like that though have the boss fights be a little bit different maybe have the mechanics be a little bit different but I enjoyed how they had all these forges coming out at different times I also think the raid was solid. It was a really solid raid. It was needing maybe one more boss encounter. I still think the opening encounter would have been pretty easy to have a boss come out with a shield and you continue doing the exact same mechanic of finding the balls. You got the guy up top reading the map. You find the ball, you race to the boss, slam him with the ball, and when you do that, his shield comes down and you do a damage cycle. I think that would have been a great way to make it a little bit beefier, but it's been my contention that the boss fight at the end of Scourge of the Past is the best boss fight they've ever designed. The layers of difficulty, the different things you have to do and manage, I think it's beautifully built. The boss isn't a prop, he moves around, he's got things you have to stun him so he's not damaging you, uh, and then this, the way that you do damage to him with the different stacks and the different buffs, I think that boss fight is absolutely brilliant. Now, the mark against the raid isn't just that it's missing what I feel like is an e- would have been an easy boss fight, but it's missing loot. 
They told us it wasn't going to be a raid layer, but then it still kind of had its loot cut in half. So I will say that I think the Forges should have used all those recycled guns that you get that can just drop, like the Acantha D and some of the others. I think those should have been the Forge weapons, and they should have been given unique roles, unique perks, as a way to make them more interesting. Even though they'd be recycled, they'd be interesting because of their potential roles. Niobe Labs was a bit of a miss, but the Pinnacle weapons... Um, like the breakneck, I, I think, you know, kind of make up for it a little bit. Like we had Niobe Labs as a quest. It actually was a really cool puzzle. It really didn't land all that well. I think Niobe Labs could have been a really, really fun encounter. Like once we unlocked Niobe Labs, remove the puzzle. Like I think we could, it, being able to go in Niobe Labs and just engaging with the actual mechanics of the you get walled off you got to fight the mini bosses you get walled off you got to kill those servitors i thought that was like a really really fun style of fighting and then it leads to like a boss fight i feel like they could have just had that be a a, a grindable pinnacle activity and just rotate loot every week or something i do think niobe labs was a bit of an un an untapped potential encounter not just with how they handle the puzzle itself but I found the combat and the content in there to be pretty to be pretty good. Pinnacle weapons were a bit of a fumble too. That you know the mountaintop and the, and the loaded question weren't that great, but the breakneck was amazing. So overall, Black Armory had a lot of good things in its corner and a lot of a lot of good. I think logistical placeholders. I think the the agency with her bounties, her milestone being a piece of armor, a, a, a solid raid. Niobe Labs had solid stuff in it. It just should have been a, like a, a loopable piece of content. Overall, I thought Black Armory was really, really good. Only real pushback I think would be on the actual forges would be to make them a little bit more individual and uh, and different instead of feeling so so similar. And we're seeing that now with Reckoning. So let's talk about Season of the Drifter. Gambit Prime and Gambit have been adjusted to community feedback. So I want to give Bungie credit. They did attempt to make changes to Gambit in line with things that we had been saying. I kind of feel like the changes they made are a bit, a little bit like turning a rudder. Gambit was already pretty established with the way they set so many things up. It does seem to be like most of Gambit's problems stem from not really being able to rein in invasion even as much as they've tried invasion kind of is a giant thorn in the side of gambit we had a big huge debate this morning just about how influential first invasion is and it makes the game mode somewhat one-dimensional to a certain degree you have to consider that gambit prime and gambit had good changes put in them with you know according according to community feedback which is to be applauded but then i think they really really risk the farm by saying you know let's make the entire dlc centered around gambit prime and i think that was a risk and i don't know if that's paying off right now with the way with the way that they've set it up Reckoning, I think, if you watch my Reckoning review about Tier 3 and just my general thoughts, I feel like Reckoning is somewhat confused because of the reward structure. That half of the reward structure is Gambit Prime Armor. Uh, The way they set up the encounters, I don't think is all that enjoyable. And then the guns, there's no agency. So we lose the agency. We lose the agency from Season of the Forge. And then we gain cooler perks right so they have cool perks in season of the drifter they've they've added cooler perks i didn't think they had enough perks in in season of the forge but then they don't give you any agency chasing those guns the pinnacle weapons are actually better too 
because if you look at the pinnacle weapons i actually think the scout is really really fun we're hearing that the we're hearing that the uh the smg is really strong and then we're hearing that the machine gun's really strong so they did a really good job with the pinnacle weapons i feel like if you really want to compare season of the drifter and season of the forge forge gave us better agency and control over the over the over the loot pursuit and i feel like season of the drifter gave us better loot newer perks newer things and i think if you could combine those two things you'd probably end up with a much better structure for what they did and i thought the zero quest and the allegiance quest were really good injections of story so if we could take the elements that i think were good in drifter and good in the forge and combine them give us new perks and interesting weapons give us agency in our pursuit of those weapons give us cool quests with cool story give us cool pinnacle weapons I also think you need to look at the structure of reckoning and the reward structure. The reward structure made more sense for the scourge of the past, but it makes little to no sense in the way they've structured reckoning. Tier 1 and tier 2 armor is irrelevant once you get to tier 3. Tier 3 is structured in such a way that it's heavily dependent upon exotics. The the, the margin for error is incredibly slim and thin and it's very punishing. Timer runs out, you got to go back and you do it all over again. So I think they got things right, but they also got things wrong, and I would really want to combine the best pieces of Forge and Drifter. So going forward is the last part of this video. Black Armory had really good containers, is how I would put it. Really, really good containers, but they mishandled the loot, and there were really no new perks, and there weren't enough, there weren't enough, uh, there wasn't really enough loot, in my opinion. Drifter brings new perks, but the containers aren't very broad or accessible. So the containers in in Forge were accessible, they were fun, they weren't that hard to do, great intentionality and agency. The containers in Drifter are not accessible. Gambit Prime is a sweat fest, Reckoning is built for really, really stacked teams that have, you know, exotics and aren't going to make any mistakes. So the containers aren't as good in Drifter, but the loot's better, and the containers are really good in Forge, but the loot's not as good. I think they both add really, really good springboards uh, for going forward and learning about how to structure content from this point on. I think they both have really, really good sprinklings of story and lore. I don't need lots of story and lore. I think they actually handle that very, very well. What I would do is I would fill in and mix what each piece got right, and I don't know what they're doing with opulence, but going forward, the only other major thing I would add is some level of refresher to the NPCs in their loot pools. Take what you learn from each of these, put it together, and also sprinkle in some refreshers to the NPCs and the existing loot pools so it feels like you're getting a little bit more bang for your buck. And I think we're on our way to having much better annual passes. I've been really hard on Season of the Drifter because I think it fails in bigger ways than Forge. I think Forge fell short in some ways. Drifter falls short in significant ways, in my opinion, with accessibility, fun, and loot pursuit, which is some of the main drivers that I think you want to have in place for an annual pass. So we're going to transition to question and answer. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I appreciate you watching and listening to all of my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.